Good day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Just Fish Outdoors. I'm your host, Dale York, and I designed Just Fish Outdoors to focus on freshwater lakes and streams and to provide information, tips, and techniques, along with how-to segments for catching everything from crappie to catfish. We will also provide tips on equipment, tackle, boating, and much, much more. All of this is aimed at helping you catch more fish and have fun doing it. So join us each week as we talk about my favorite subject, fishing. And that brings us to our special segment. Uh, Folks, we have a very special guest in the studio today. His name is Gary Dollahan, and he's the Director of Sales and Marketing for Jean LaRue Lures, located right here in Tulsa on 11th Street. Uh, Gary, thanks for coming down today and being on the show, and uh, uh, feel free to open up with whatever you'd like to open with. Great, Dale. Thank you. Man, it's a pleasure to be here. I've, I've had the opportunity to catch several of your shows. I'm a huge fan of big country in a way, and obviously fishing is my passion, so those two things come together extremely well. So thank you for bringing the fishing news to our community in this region. That's a, that's a big part of life here in Oklahoma. Well, you know, I've I've been involved in the fishing uh, industry for many, many years and just love it. Uh, it, It's just a big, huge passion of mine. And, uh, you know, I can speak from experience that uh, uh, Gene LaRue Lures have been a part of my tackle box for many, many, many years. Uh, I can go back all the way to 1981, which I looked this up on my records the other day. Uh, I fished a tournament on Toledo Bend in 19, it was either 1981 or 1982. Uh, and won that tournament on your four-inch salt crawl. Wow. At that time, uh, that salt crawl wasn't really out of northeast Oklahoma. It was our secret weapon. And uh, <laughs> I tell you, I just whipped them fish something awful down there on Toledo Bend, pitching in the holes in the hydrilla on that thing. And, and them fish weren't biting that. They were assaulting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was absolutely awesome. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've been a fan ever since. I've caught more fish on that four-inch salt crawl than you can shake a stick at. And, uh, you know, I know Jean LaRue over the years now has expanded and brought so many other great lures to the market. You know, we can talk about the biffle bug and the hardhead. Uh, you know, we can start into that. Uh, I, I've caught quite a few fish on the five inch biffle bug. Uh, and uh, uh, it, it's just another one of those baits that, uh, for whatever reason, the fish don't seem to get tired of. You know, if you go back to the salt cross specifically, and as early as you were on to it, you were still fishing with some of the very earliest prototypes back at that time because, you know, really the the salt craw became a true part of the LaRue lineup in 1983, and that's why when the Bassmaster Classic was in Tulsa, that was actually the celebrated anniversary, 30th anniversary of the salt craw, which we thought was really cool to be part of uh having the Bassmaster Classic here in the Tulsa community, which, you know, has been the home of Gene Lures for the past probably close to 30 years now. Well, you know, sometimes we uh, we as bass anglers always want the newest, the greatest, the best out there on the market, and, and, and sometimes that's not always a good thing. When I get into a bind, if, if I'm having trouble catching fish, uh, especially in the summertime when that water temperature gets much over 75 degrees, you know, that four-inch salt crawl is one of my go-to baits. Uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting on it. You know, there there have been several studies done, or or actually, uh, you know, surveys done over the course of fishing history, and and the salt craw will almost undoubtedly always appear in the top ten best bass soft plastic lures of all time. And even as recently, 
of surveys four or five years ago. So even as long as it's been out, like you say, it's a, it's a true staple. It's still our, our flagship lure series within the Jean LaRue brand. And, um, you know, we, we keep it alive with, uh, with new colors each year. And it's an important part of who Jean LaRue is. Uh, like I said, you know, that that's really one of my go-to beats. It's so versatile. I mean, you can Carolina rig fish it. You can drop shot it. You can Texas rig it. You can do a lot of things with this salt crawl. Uh, you know, you can pitch it. It's just flip it. You can do whatever you want to. And at some point in time, all these different techniques will produce fish with the same lure. Absolutely. And, you know, it's probably... And, and like you say, you, you, like I have, have fished it many times, just Texas rigged over the years, but probably still has their greatest following as one of the best jig trailers ever invented. So it still has a lot of reputation for that. But like you, I fish a lot of different ways. I, I like that bait a lot. Well, you know, you brought up the jig trailer. I got a little surprise I'll throw at you here. <laughs> Good. Uh, you know, I, I've uh, had the great uh, privilege of fishing Lake Fork many, many, many years. And uh, uh, my uh, Lake Fork buddy, uh, my Lake Fork partner, Randy Claiborne, uh, it caught uh, Lake Fork Share Lunker number 552. Oh, wow. And guess what his trailer of choice and my trailer of choice is on Lake Fork? Excellent. I'm hoping you're going to say hog crawl. crawl. Hog, hog crawl. crawl. Absolutely. That's uh, that's extremely popular. And obviously, it's just a bigger version of the four-inch salt crawl. You know, that, that bait has such bulk in the water. And, uh, you know, we have looked back at our records, especially since Randy caught uh, Terry. That's that fish's name. You know, we have been throwing hog crawl trailers on three-eighths and half-ounce jigs down there for years. Matter of fact, uh, you know, we've been down as high as uh, 60 days a year on that lake. And, uh, you know, if we're on that lake, we're throwing a jig and we're throwing a hog crawl yeah, trailer. Absolutely. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. That's good. Good report. You know, we we may have four, five, six rods rigged up a piece. But uh, 99% of the rods will have chicks <laughs> a different color with a hog craw trailer on them. Uh, that's, that's how much we believe in that bait. And we've been fortunate over the years to have uh, in excess of 20 fish double digits, uh, in excess of 10 pounds over the years oh, uh, wow. between me and Randy. And every single one of them has been caught on that hog craw trailer. That's phenomenal. We appreciate that. You know, that's uh, like I said, that's how much we appreciate it. It produces big fish. It does. Yep. It, it, it's just that's one of those baits. You may not get a lot of bites on that bait, but when you get a bite on that bait, you best hold on because well, it's got some weight to it. Like you said, it's a big old bulky slab of plastic, so it def- definitely has a big profile when it hits the water. Well, you know, the way it falls, I've thrown this thing in swimming pools and watched the way it falls and watch those watch those pinchers fall back and forth. And, you know, even when it hits the bottom, it doesn't stop moving. Those pinchers are still moving when it hits the bottom. And, and it makes that jig fall a little different it because does. of the bulk. Yeah. And uh, it, it's uh, it, it's just one of our favorite things to throw, and it, and we throw it down there ninety nine percent of the time. So we've talked a little bit about biffle bug. We've talked a little bit about the salt crow, which uh, you know you, you just can't beat, especially if you're looking for you're getting into bass fishing. You're looking for something that you can have a lot of confidence in. And we all know confidence is the main thing here. Uh, you know, you, you stock up on some four-inch salt crawls. Uh, you, you can fish them in such a wide variety of situations. There's such a wide variety of colors. You can't go wrong doing that. Uh, you know, we've talked about the biffle bug. I think it comes everything from five inch down to uh, I think the junior's what three and a quarter inches, something uh, yeah, like that. Three three seventy-five, I think. So you know, and, and that's another creature bait that's uh, just producing a lot of fish. 
Uh, yeah, the biffle bug, you know, it, it really brought a an entirely new technique to fishing, and it does take a little while to kind of get the, the, the feel for it down, but what's so cool about it is it's an extremely easy technique that anybody can do because basically it's turning a soft plastic lure into a crankbait, so it's a matter of casting and retrieving. And where most people make their first mistake the first time they fish it is in trying to fish it like a worm, where they're making the cast and they're trying to work it back with a rod, where they're dragging it, picking up slack, dragging it again. Where the very best technique for that, and Tommy has proved it time and time again, is as soon as it hits the water, you start cranking it and you crank it fast. And you want it constantly moving and you want it constantly bouncing the bobbin, the bottom. So the only time that you really slow down the retrieve is when you feel that you have lost contact with the bottom. So slow back down a little bit, start hitting the bottom and the rocks again. And uh, just a phenomenal technique. And it has, in the last two years, especially after Tommy's win up in Wisconsin and Mississippi last year, has really introduced it to a different part of the country for smallmouth as well as largemouth. So we've seen phenomenal growth into new areas of the country over the past uh, that uh, there's, there's, there's truly a, a biffle bug craze going on. And we're, we're excited about that, have a part in it. You know, I've been fortunate. Uh, I go to Canada and fish, and you know, my smallmouth is my love. I mean, mm, I love to catch smallmouth, and uh, it's hard to beat the four-inch sulcro up there throwing when you're when you're off the spawn. The fish are out deep. Those fish just kill it. <laughs> you know, it's really something. But but the biffle bug, I've had the opportunity to fish that this this last year up there, uh, two years ago up there, and uh, it uh, it is producing as many fish as as the four-inch sulcro is. Yeah, and you know, anywhere you've got, it works especially well in rocks, so anywhere you've got uh, a rocky point, a rocky bottom, a rocky area where you can get that bug down and, and make it crawl through that stuff over a, a, an extended space, uh, man, it's just going to be extremely effective. I think, uh, you know, just because of the technique that it probably gives you more access to more fish for a longer period of time than many other bait choices do because you do keep it on the bottom as long as you're reeling it. That's, uh, you know, as long as you got that lure down there where the fish are, you're going to catch them, which is a cool deal. Yeah, and one of the advantages that Biffle Bug has over perhaps fishing a Texas or Carolina-type style is you can cover a lot of water. A lot of water. Uh, I, I mean, you're, you're taking, <laughs> like you said, you know, you're taking a, a soft plastic bait and almost fishing it like a swim bait. Exactly right. In fact, a lot of people are using that biffle hardhead combination now even on swim baits or they're using it to swim the biffle bug in open water so you know it, it always amazes me about fishermen on how creative they get and anytime <laughs> that we introduce a new product we, we we always you know kind of sit back and watch in amazement as to how creative the fishermen get in expanding what we envision being the best technique for that because they always come up with so much more and so much diversity which makes those baits even more effective than what they were originally designed to do yeah yeah they take a, a whole a bait that we might pigeonhole as a as a texas rig bait or a carolina rig bait and the next thing we know you know they're they're doing all kinds of things with this thing that uh, like you said were never envisioned to, to start with it and i i want to be sure that the folks uh listening really understand uh, this biffle bug, the technique is everything. I mean, it's not only just the bait, it's the technique for how majority of people are catching fish on this bait. You know, you, you, you chunk this thing over a rock shoal or a rock point or a rock flat, whatever, you let that thing hit the bottom and you start reeling it. 
You, you want that sinker to be bumping those rocks. You want to feel that on your rod tip. You want to feel every time that sinker hits a rock, you want to feel that on your rod tip. And that's so important because every time that sinker hits a rock or every time it hits a little sand spot or a mud spot, it poofs a little sand or it, it makes a noise. And that draws them fish to that. They're very curious, bass are. Uh, and they'll come right to it and see what that is. And, uh, you know, that's so important is, is that technique on fishing that biffle bug. It is. And, you know, BassFan.com is the one that, that dubbed the name that has been given to that technique, now called bottom bugging. So, that, you know, you, you described it perfectly. And, you know, the, the bite on it is something else that takes the fishermen a little getting used to what to expect because most of the time they're thinking soft plastic, they're going to feel that tap-tap and you set the hook. Where on that bait, since it is moving – you know, the two most common bites, one you're going to feel you just lose total contact of everything where that fish has picked it up and, and basically moving toward you. Or the other thing is it just gets heavy where the fish has just picked it up because it's in a very very natural look, so it, it feeds on it in a very natural state. But it's pretty rare when you feel a typical soft plastic bite with it. So a lot of fishermen are getting bites and don't even know it with that bait because they're they're expecting something different than that. But once you have two or three of them and you hook up on it, man, you're yeah. drilled in, and it is, it's just a fun, fun way to fish. Yeah, you know, sometimes uh, if they fish the Carolina rig, sometimes you'll get a bite similar to what you'll get on the Carolina rig. True. You know, you, you'll feel some weight. Uh, the other thing that the fisherman really needs to do is they need to get tuned in to that rod tip and the weight of that lure on that rod tip. You know, when you're reeling it through the water, how much does that thing weigh? How much drag is it pulling on your rod tip? What does it feel like when it's bumping down there on bottom? And if you lose contact with bottom for any length of time or your bait suddenly gets very, very light, you know, you might even, if they're real aggressive, you might even see a little slack out there on the end of your that rod tip. That's very true, absolutely. You know, sometimes those fish will hit that thing and they'll come right at you. They'll charge right at you when they eat that thing, and you'll just totally lose contact with that bait. And when that happens, you know, real like the Dickens and jerk because yeah, that fish exactly. is after swimming around with it. <laughs> you know, you'll. I think what we're trying to point out is you'll get a variance of different types of bites. You know, they're not all the same. Uh, you'll get some real aggressive fish. You'll get some non-aggressive fish where your rod tip just might get a little heavy. And what they've done is they've swum up behind that bait and sucked it in, and they're swimming right with it. You know, it, you just feel a little bit of weight difference, and, and that, but that fish has got it. That's very true. You know, it's, it's kind of funny. Two, two things. One about Tommy Biffle specifically where, you know, it's pretty unusual for a fisherman to be able to introduce an entirely new technique that actually catches on and becomes a, you know, phenomenon and something that's around for a long time. Tommy was the individual that basically introduced the technique that, you know, is called pitching where you're making a, a longer flip. And actually, it's more of a cast than it is uh, just using an amount of line out. So he introduced that. Now he's also introduced this technique called bottom bugging. So, you know, to have an Oklahoma angler that has brought two very well-known, very effective techniques to the world of fishing is pretty cool in itself. Well, you know, Oklahoma is so blessed to have so many surface acres. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's just amazing for people who come here and visit that don't realize 
uh, you know, in many cases we have more surface acres than, you know, some of the Gulf down there in Texas does as far as shoreline. And, uh, you know, we have grown some excellent, excellent fishermen. You know, you're talking about Tommy Biffle. You know, we all remember Don Butler, uh, you know, founder of Okie Bug. Uh, we, you know, Jimmy Houston. I mean, there's so many at Roland Martin. You know, some people may not realize he's an Oklahoma native. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, there there are a lot of people uh, that uh, have grown up fishing here in the state of Oklahoma and have done very well for themselves. Uh, well, let's continue on, and, uh, you know, gosh, you know, we don't want to spend the whole show on the biffle bug. You know, there's so many things that Gene LaRue makes that catches fish. Uh, you know, I'm really excited about your six-inch tattletail. Uh, I've been catching quite a few fish on that. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, the tattletail is another, you know, innovative bait. And what's really cool about LaRue is the importance of new product introductions. So we've had at least two new product introductions each year ever since that time, and we've been very fortunate to have had you know, good thought, good lure designs go into it. So the innovation is always there, and each bait is built with a specific technique in mind and with features that are different. So unlike uh, many companies out there that when something gets hot, you know, they'll come up with their own version of it, we feel like that LaRue has really taken the forefront in trying to be creative in what it's introduced. And the tattletale is something that um, Western pro John Murray came to us with the concept saying that, you know, he's had a really good idea. He's best known for his finesse fishing out west in those deep, clear waters. He said, I, I want a worm that really slenders down fast to a long, skinny tail, and I want some some type of little swim foot on the tip of the tail. Well, we we're very fortunate to have that type of tail design that has come from the crappie side of our business, the Bobby Garland crappie bait line. That's got a profile and a design and even an action in the water that uh, I've not seen before. Sometimes uh, when you're in high-pressure situations in extremely clear water, which uh, that's a bad combination for any fisherman, uh, but when you're in those type of conditions, especially like they're seeing out in California, you know, sometimes a little different profile, a little different action is, is all it takes to produce fish. Yeah, and a fishing tip for that bait, you know, it, it was designed as a drop shot bait. And that's what Murray wanted it first and foremost for. And he wanted the six-inch size. Most people think about drop shot. They want to go something small, three and a half, four inches. He goes, six inches is going to catch you more fish. It doesn't mean they have to be bigger, but it's going to catch you more. And the other tip that has come from him is that when you read or you hear a lot of people talking about drop shotting, they're, they're basically fishing it straight down, letting the sinker go to the bottom, and then they're shaking that rod tip. John says a much more effective bait, a much more effective way to fish it, and the reason he wanted this design is you just make an extremely long cast with that as far as you can toss it, let it hit the bottom, giving it free alignment as it falls on spinning tackle, and then you're constantly reeling it back. So the sinker is on the bottom, and you're just using a steady retrieve, reeling it back all the way to you. So you're covering a lot of water with it again, but you still have kind of that that free swimming presentation going on with the bait. And with what he added in the way of that little swim tail design to the worm itself, it does have action, although it's minimal, so it's keeping a very low profile, but a deadly, deadly technique, and it doesn't have to be in extremely deep water. A lot of guys, like you mentioned, are having tremendous success with it here in Oklahoma, and they're fishing in an eight foot of water and less, but making the long cast where they'd normally fish a shaky head type worm, but they're using this technique and swimming it by dragging it across the bottom with the reel. Yeah, uh, you know, the clear of the water, that's one of the keys. Like, you know, I fish Sky Took quite a bit. That's kind of my home lake. I live right there on it. And, uh, you know, right now it's uh, clearer than it has been in several years. And, uh, you know, if you're fishing for a fish in clear water, 
the longer the cast you can make, regardless of the situation, the better off you are. Yeah, period. <laughs> period. You, you know, the other thing we don't want to get forget is uh, something I use a lot of. Uh, I love to eat crappie, so therefore, vis-a-vis, I love to catch them. And, uh, you know, when uh, Bobby Garley introduced the two-inch shad, uh, uh, I've just been tearing those fish up for years on that thing. I- I'm glad to see the, that uh, uh, Gene LaRue's introducing some new tails, some new swimming action tails, some new sizes. Uh, it-, it is just a devastating crappie magnet. The Bobby Garland brand, you know, has, has been a phenomenal addition to the LaRue, LaRue family of lures. And you're right, the, the baby shad is kind of the, the icon of the lure series. You know, we 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 have designed a number of different lures since the baby shad. That each one of them does have a very specific purpose. You know, the the minnow minder is a jig that you can use in combination with a live minnow that kind of brings the color and the action of soft plastic that's used in conjunction with a live minnow to tip it with a minnow. The uh, the stroller is a big heavy thump and tail, which same size body as the baby shad, but a lot of action to it. So it's a bait of great casting and retrieve crappie bait or can be slow trolled and do extremely well catching crappie the swimming minnows a very long skinny small very finesse type tail on it again a a great swimming action but not near the action that the uh the stroller has and then the slab slayer we have two sizes the two and the three inch so you know talking about marked bigger bait profile for you follow the three inch slab slayer is an excellent choice for that lake and any lake that you have a chance of really catching big crappie in. But, you know, you know as well as I do that a crappie has one of the largest mouths of all the game species that size. So it's not so much that crappie fishermen use smaller baits because crappie like them more. It's just kind of a mindset, and really the bigger crappie baits seem to outperform them in a lot of waters across the country. It's just hard getting a crappie fisherman to think that big's okay for crappie. Well, you know, you know anyone who's ever threw a crankbait uh, or even a four-inch saw crawl, I can't Absolutely. tell you how many two-pound crappie <laughs> I've caught on your four-inch saw crawl. Uh, you know, big baits will produce a big crappie. They will. That's for sure. Uh, you, you know, folks, what we need to really pass on is, is Gene LaRue has a lure for about every application and every species that you need to be fishing for here in northeast Oklahoma, and they're all great, great, great baits. Uh, you know, so if you get a chance, uh, I highly recommend uh, stopping by one of the one of the stores and, and picking up uh, a package of them. Uh, uh, you know, just uh, whatever you were fishing for that particular time, whether it's everything from a hog crawl over to the Bobby Garland shad, uh, they all produce fish, and they produce fish all the time. So uh, I highly recommend those, uh, Gary. Thanks for being on the show today. Uh, I, I, I think we had a good one, and uh, I appreciate you taking the time to do that. My pleasure. Appreciate the invitation, and I uh, would love for you, Dale, to come stop by LaRue and let us give you a tour of the manufacturing operation, and uh, I'll give you a sneak peek of the two new items that we're introducing that uh, we're not disclosing yet, but you can be among the first to see it. So come on by. When you get those things out on the market, give me a call. Come back on the show, and let's talk about them. Sounds great. And that'll wrap up another edition of Just Fish Outdoors. Folks, thanks for listening. Uh, Be sure to look us up on Facebook, Just Fish Outdoors, and also catch some of our other podcasts. We thank you for listening, and uh, we'll uh, be putting together another edition for next week.
So if you have any questions or any comments, feel free to send them along to Just Fish Outdoors at uh, JustFish.com. That's with the JST, folks. Yeah, drop us a line. If you, if you have a request for a show, we'll try to put a show together for you. So once again, folks, thanks for listening. This is Dale York for Just Fish Outdoors saying we'll catch you later. <laughs>